This attempted reboot doesn't get off the ground. Today I'm talking about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Now, this is a movie I didn't necessarily expect to be good, but I expect to kind of have this guilty pleasure viewing experience, and I couldn't quite get into it, and today I'm going to tell you why. The G.I. Joe movies are a weird bunch. In theory, they should have been as successful as the Transformers movies, thanks to the big military-based action and nostalgia appeal. But in practice, they've been a hot mess. The Rise of Cobra was a somewhat infamous flop by the studio standards, and Retaliation barely improved things by adding The Rock and killing off Channing Tatum. Yeah, like I'm going to remember their actual character names. But the one part everybody universally liked was Snake Eyes, being all quiet and awesome as he flipped over stuff and sliced up people with katanas. So if you're going to make a solo offshoot film and try to restart G.I. Joe again, Snake Eyes seems like a good idea. In theory. Crap, they screwed this up too, didn't they? Henry Golding stars as the titular Snake Eyes, a young man who lost his father to assassins and has spent his life hunting down the people responsible. When he believes he's found said people, Snake Eyes accepts a deal from a shady criminal, shady criminal to infiltrate a mystical ninja compound. But soon, Snake Eyes will have to determine if his vengeance is worth betraying his newfound family and his morality. I think the main problem with Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins comes down to one word in the title, Origins. The main appeal of Snake Eyes might be the standard, he's an awesome ninja, but the thing that really makes him stand out is how he fits into this bombastic firepower firepower heavy action in G.I. Joe. In a series of guys yelling and shooting guns, Snake Eyes is the guy cutting through a firefight with a sword without saying a word. So making a movie about how he became the badass silent killer we've come to know and love feels like a mistake, because why do we want to hear him speak? Especially when you characterize him like a B-level Marvel hero going through his origin story, and have him quip like one too. The general setup for this movie is fine. We've got an angry, cocky dick of a lead hero who needs to learn some humility and greater purpose so he can live up to his potential. That's all fine. Admittedly, my brain kept trying to eat itself every time Henry Goulding cracked another joke during a fight like he's Spider-Man, but no, 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 this, this would be fine, this would be fine. The main problem is, well, this version of Snake Eyes isn't very likable. I don't think this is Henry Goulding's problem, I think he's demonstrated plenty of charisma in other movies, but it's hard to track with his thinking and motivation. He wants revenge, so he agrees to team up with a shady character. And despite nothing but red flags for the entire movie, he keeps getting deeper and deeper into trouble and endangering the people who are making him a better person and warrior. Even if they changed it from revenge to something being held hostage, it would feel like a more substantial moral crisis. But all of that would be fine or forgivable if, for the sake of cheap thrills, if the action was good. And swing and a miss. So... This one hurt because they've got a ton of excellent melee and combat setups that just don't work, including a bunch of different weapons and settings and prime martial arts talent like the raid's Ika Uwai. But the shot selection and staging is abysmal. 
I'll take an early fight scene to demonstrate what I'm talking about. Early on, Snake Eyes gets into a melee brawl with a bunch of other dudes in a warehouse or a fish market. Solid setup. I love a good one versus many fight where our hero gets to flex a bit. He charges an army of dudes, flies through the air, and then the cuts start happening. Every single move involves a new shot or a cut, which kills the flow and makes it very hard to track who Snake Eyes is hitting, where, and how many opponents he has left. He throws a kick, we see him wind up, and cut to the foot hitting the guy, and then cut back to Snake Eyes turning to throw another kick, and cut to the leg hitting again, and then cut to show the guy flying back. All in so close, you have no idea what's going on behind him. And somehow, despite facing down an army of goons, he's done after hitting like five guys. There's a fundamental misunderstanding of how to film action here, and in an action movie, that's a fatal flaw. The verdict is, it's a mess. By abandoning the main character's appeal and failing to deliver the proper action, this movie is likely the end of another G.I. Joe franchise, not the beginning. 4 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.